Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be a great actor on stage or television? Do you wish you had an acting coach to help you get to the next level? Or maybe you just have a great idea for a movie, series, or play, but aren't quite sure where to start? Well, you are in the right place, my friend. My name is Sam Prince, and I am the director of a production company here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and have been an actor for over 30 years. I've directed and written plays and screenplays and taught many acting classes. This podcast is your place to learn how to move forward with your career in acting, theater, film, playwriting, screenwriting, and much more. There will be inspiring conversations with special guests as well. So welcome to the Creativatorium Podcast and action! Creativatorium Podcast. I am your host, Sam Prince, and I am here with, I'm so excited, <laughs> Karen <laughs> Lippin. Woo! <laughs> I'm excited to be here too, Sam. Thanks for having me. For sure. For sure. Now, we met first at the piano lesson, really, right? Yeah, we, we I first? mean, did we know each other before then? Maybe. I mean, yeah, I think we knew each other before. I think we but... knew each other. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, we could. Oh man, that could be a whole other thing about the piano lesson. Like Ooh, how let's, let's I gotta say, there is uh, no business that a middle-aged white woman should have been directing the piano lesson. I'm just gonna go there and yeah. say it. <laughs> You know what, though? You know what, though? Yeah, I'm glad you said it, but that's you, Karen. Like, I just, I was so inspired by you for doing a Black play. I mean, I was inspired. Oh, uh, it's, you know, and, and, and I gotta say, I wouldn't do it. I, I, I wouldn't take the gig now. I just wouldn't. No. I think that enough has changed in those, I don't know what, 15 years or however long it's been. Right. Um, that I mean, even at the time, I remember thinking, mm, and then I also remember thinking, man, the opportunity to direct August Wilson is never going to come again. <laughs> exactly. and, and you were, you were unbelievably awesome. And, and that was such a, that was, uh, it was such a learning experience for me. I just remember, yeah. well, there's, well, we'll do, maybe we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, there was, there was a, a lot of obstacles, a lot of craziness. Oh, yeah. But still, I mean, I'm just so glad that you went there because, I mean, yes, you're right. These are times, different times. But the inspiration that I saw this cute little white woman doing <laughs> this black play and it was it was amazing it was really amazing the play well, was his incredible. work i mean how can you not be inspired by august wilson's work i almost you know i haven't gone out much i've been kind of one of those covid hermits i don't really need to go out much right now so right. maybe my contribution to the world right now is not spreading virus but man, I got to tell you, 
the Goodman Theater in Chicago right now is doing Gem of the Ocean, which is mm. his, I think it's the 1900 one of the trilogy. And mm-hmm. that's one I haven't seen. I mean, I've seen them. Me I think I've almost seen them all. And mm-hmm. um, all of the 10, the, 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 not the trilogy, the deck. I don't know what decology or whatever um, of the Wilson plays. And it has gotten magnificent reviews. And because of COVID, they have tickets right now for so cheap. And I almost thought, wow, gosh, last Sunday, I almost got in the car and just drove to Chicago (laughs) because I was like, I should go see this. And then it snowed. And I was like, okay, Karen, that's a much smarter thing to do to just not go. But (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah wow uh, yeah so anyway everybody should should go to chicago to see gem of the ocean if you can support amazing yes. professional theater um by you know clearly one of um america's greatest playwrights of the 20th century so yeah. um yeah exactly yeah. black or white yeah no i mean yeah greatest i uh, yeah there's just no doubt about it um it is yeah. It is not, it is not a play for the faint-hearted. I do know that because no. it's, uh, no. it's, yeah, it's long and it's you know, um, and it's one of his. I think it's one of his weirder plays. Do you know how Piano Lesson okay. went into that? You know, goes into that kind yeah, of. Yeah, right. Yeah, you had that Mystical. amazing monologue too, man. Oh, yeah, man, wine boy. <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was a great experience and that was really my first civic experience like major oh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it was it was all cool yeah yeah but anyway enough of that yeah let's talk about you (laughs) (laughs) so i'm so curious so like tell me start from the beginning like where did you get the acting bug and you know all the amazing things that you've done so far oh man you know well um I was really lucky I um went to an elementary school that had drama in the school which is like you know most elementary schools or they you know it used to be that most had like music and art visual art right Right, you didn't didn't usually get theater till like high school maybe middle school but maybe yeah where was i went to this i I went to this little tiny i was in atlanta georgia i grew up in atlanta and um i went to this small parochial school episcopalian parochial school and um it was it was in the 70s so it was kind of a funky time the early 70s you know and there was a woman there who was like honestly she was like the secretary and but she had a degree in drama and so they were like she asked to to start a drama club an after school drama club so they let her and I was in fourth grade and I got my first role as Tyson the Crow in the play Reynard the Fox and the woman's name was Nikki Nichols and her name I I I really believe in naming people you know what I mean because she was you know and she did such an amazing job that they eventually hired her to do like classroom drama so like we had drama class the same way we had like English and social studies and yeah and so my whole elementary school career 
we did like real plays, not like, you know, um, I mean, yeah, we did, we did the Christmas pageant and stuff like this, but but Nikki, she was like a taskmaster. Like she, we did real stuff. And wow. that's, you know, that was what did it for me. So for me, it was from a really young age. Yeah, I really thought, yeah, I wanted to, you know, like most people, like many people started in acting, right? You know, most mm -hmm. people started out on stage before they necessarily branch out. Mm -hmm. And um, ended up uh, ended up sort of uh, having kind of a checkered high school career. I did plays in high school, but I ended up leaving before I graduated. Uh, okay. <laughs> I did, right. There's a story there, but it's it's not worth it right now. But uh, <laughs> but I did go to college eventually, and I um, okay. majored in theater and um, ended up Where'd getting you go to Where'd you go to college? Well, I started out at Indiana University, but um, okay. I ended up transferring to Virginia Commonwealth University because mm -hmm. I got married in college and I my husband got a job there. And um, so I ended up getting a Bachelor of Fine Arts BFA in acting from VCU. Okay. And I got out, got my first acting job you know, a five month run of doing Noel Coward and I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Really? I, I just, it was so boring. Cause you know, like a lot of people I'd only done school theater or summer stock. So I'd never done a run that was longer than three weeks. All right. So, you know, by, by the third month I was like, put my eyes out I, <laughs> so then yeah, I was, sure. I, it was really problematic because you sure. know i i i literally had no other skills so if you live in the west michigan area or close by you gotta come check out our play frederick it's gonna take place February 11th through the 13th at the Kent Theater in Cedar Springs. Samra Productions presents Frederick. And it's about Frederick Douglass, who uh, back in the 1800s, we're going to take you back in time and tell you about his life. From being born as a slave to becoming a great political figure. And the coolest part is that we have some amazing West Michigan actors and actresses. We're going to be portraying Abraham Lincoln, Susan B. Anthony, and more. You'll be amazed. Trust me. So come check it out, February 11th through the 13th. Tickets are on Eventbrite. When you go to Eventbrite, just search Frederick and at samber.productions as well. Check it out, y'all. Can't wait to see you. at a bakery I was like oh what am I gonna do so I went back right. to graduate school <laughs> and right. I ended up getting a an MFA in um theater for youth in directing and okay. uh 
just ended up falling into working in academia. I always thought I'd work at like a professional theater, acting maybe and directing and working with young people, kind of like what you're doing now. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And, um, but again, you know, life is life throws lots of different challenges at you. And I ended up um, getting divorced and I needed a job, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, there was a job at Illinois State University, uh, a visiting professor in theater, and I got the job. And it turned out that uh, I really liked teaching college students. I I also have a, a certification to teach high school, and I I literally did that during my student teaching. Also found out, man, that is a hard job. Kudos to high school theater Ooh. teachers. Oh Kudos. my lord! Um, Jeez, and high so that in general man dealing oh, with all that. No kidding. Um, uh, that was not for me. But I ended up loving yeah. teaching teaching college university and so that's what I ended up doing um I had uh taught in New York upstate New York and then I taught at the University of Nebraska in Lincoln go big red and then uh (laughs) I ended up um here uh teaching at Grand Valley and um which was a great move you know we ended up moving from uh uh, my husband w- ended up going back to school and getting a PhD in history. And um, he, uh, in you know, we, we were pretty good in Lincoln. We liked Lincoln a lot, Lincoln, Nebraska. But, um, you know, what we ended up telling people is our kids were of an age where we needed to decide if we were going to stay somewhere for a little while. Because, yeah, right. you know, sure. oldest was getting ready to go into middle school. And we just thought, you know, my husband teaches African-American history and we just were like, do we really want to bring up our kids in, you know, the whitest place in America? And we thought, "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) maybe not. (laughs) Um, So we ended, so we came to Grand Rapids and uh, he ended up getting a job at Western Michigan. And uh, yeah, so. um, Okay. I spent 22 years at Grand Valley uh, teaching. And then, of course, I directed around, you know, I I directed in Grand Rapids. I've directed at other theaters in other states. Um, But I had a great run and I retired this past December. So that's the. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I got to do a bunch of stuff. I mean, my favorite part of the last 10 years, I got to say, has been all the international stuff I did. I, I really decided that I wanted to explore the theater world internationally. So um, I I was fortunate enough to get a Fulbright and do Shakespeare in South Asia. And oh I ended up what? In, in, yeah, India and Bangladesh and Sri Lanka. Oh I, 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 I got to travel to Armenia and Brazil and Norway and just, man. What? So all direct directing, all directing, directing or, t- or conferences, or teaching? uh, teaching. Oh yeah. my goodness. That is so cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, in Grand Valley was really supportive of that and taking Shakespeare abroad you know like one of my favorite things at at grand valley and one of the reasons i came to grand valley was the shakespeare festival which is another time we got to interact 
yeah. is that you yep. came out and worked on the Shakespeare Festival. You you acted in uh, our Bollywood Midsummer Night's Dream. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> that was um I think is you that, know that correct? Was that the correct was a... pronunciation? Aegeus? Aegeus? It was a small Aegeus. Oh, Aegeus. 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 Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And we missed, <laughs> you know what? That, you know, I, I look, it, it's so interesting to look back at your work and think, oh, that was a mistake. Oh, I should have <laughs> done that. You know, that was, those are like, <laughs> those are like great things. But I got to tell you that there was a, there were some mistakes in that show for sure. But man, that was a good cast. I was thinking oh, about that. Oh, my goodness. That was an amazing cast. <laughs> um, I was, I was, that was, that was, I mean, I love Shakespeare, but I haven't done a whole lot, you know? So that was, I was grateful for you for casting me in that. But just to see all the talent around was like, holy crap. And that was one of those times, like a lot of those people, you know, one of the cool things about Grand Valley that I've always said is, is it is, it's a liberal arts theater degree. You know, and and what that means is is that you know you're going to learn a little bit of everything in theater, but you're you're not going to come out like a specialist necessarily. Like right, we're right. just as proud of our students, our alums who are teachers and bankers and salespeople who run um, nonprofits who are you know as we are of people mm -hmm. who are working in the professional theater world. I mean, mm -hmm. I think theater prepares you. I mean, a, a degree in theater, working in theater, studying theater, playing in theater just prepares you for so much. But that cast, yeah, man, yeah. Scott Watson is in a TV movie right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. we got a dynasty. Your your daughter. I don't know if you remember her. She's like a professional yeah. model. She goes all over wow, the world modeling. Um, uh, the the fella Kyle who who played one of the young lovers. He works in theater in Alaska. Oh man, that's so great. And and Chuck, yeah. one of the other young lovers, he um he ended up getting an MBA. He works in business. I mean, and he's a musician. Yeah. It's you know, so that was a yeah. cool cast, I gotta say. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, yes, that was a cool cast, but I just gotta say, Karen, like your career is so amazing. You know what I mean? And I'm just so I've been really blessed. Yes, yes. It's, and, it's, I, and I so don't cool. say that like with any kind of irony, like I have, um, yeah, I've been really blessed. I've, I've worked yeah. with, I mean, the students I've worked with, the people I've worked with, the things, um, I, you know, we, part of the Shakespeare festival, one of the things we started was the, uh, bard to go where, you know, we take Shakespeare out into the high schools yeah. and, I wanted us to start going to foreign countries because I have this international thing. We were going to talk about Shakespeare here. And one of the things about Shakespeare that's really interesting is that if you are going to study English, um, you, you are going to end up studying Shakespeare. It doesn't matter what country you live in. Shakespeare is, yeah. as, as an English writer, he, he's, he's, it's called he's cultural currency you know right. what i mean yeah 
So we, you know, we ended up taking, I mean, I took a group of GVSU students to perform Shakespeare in China. Wow. Yeah. In Shanghai. And then we had a group of Chinese uh, university students come to Grand Valley to our Shakespeare festival and perform Shakespeare in Chinese. Stop. Yeah. And, and we've sent, Wow. we, we've been to, um, Italy and we've been to South America. Um, I got, I've been to, uh, I highly recommend this. You, you, uh, if you decide to do some Shakespeare with your company, there is a Shakespeare festival in Nassau, the Bahamas, which we have been to twice, um, called Shakespeare in paradise. And they do cool Shakespeare. And, um, and again, you, it, and it was really fun to take students to the Bahamas, but yeah, even right. the Bahamas, <laughs> which is not that far away from the United States, it's so important to get exposed to different, different cultures. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and it's the, is it the Baham, the Bahamians or whatever you want to call them, like the, the Bahamians are doing it? Yeah, Bahamians, they're doing it? Oh, and yeah. Jamaican yeah. accents or whatever? Yeah, everything. Yeah, and, and wow. um, it's, it's because, you know, it's just if you... And of course, they speak English in the Bahamas, but even in right. countries where they don't speak English, like India, where I spent five months, um, and uh, English, they do speak English in India, but they speak thousands of different languages. It's right. just, it's right. a really, uh, it's a really linguistically diverse country. Um, yeah. Shakespeare's, you know, it's just a, it's a, if you're going to be edu- an educated person, you got to know Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so uh, I had fun sh- having people translate Shakespeare for me into Assamese and uh, wow. all different kinds of languages. So, yeah. That is so cool. That is so cool. So, so let's talk about, I know this is going to be a toughie, but like, what are your top three of your whole career? The top three thing, things or plays or experiences that stand out to you? the most oh man so now are we limiting this to shakespeare or we go in the whole no thing? let's go the whole thing oh, oh. man oh that's you know <laughs> when people would ask me that question while i was working i would always say the play that i was working on that was my favorite play because you gotta do you know what i mean you're you're, yeah. you're like producing and directing like that's gotta be your favorite play at the time for sure because if it's not you're in deep trouble. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you are you yeah. are in yeah. really deep trouble. Yeah. Um right. you know, and there's, you know, for me, there's the plays that I've worked on myself, either as an mm-hmm. actor or director. Um, and then there's plays that I've seen, you know, that other mm-hmm. people have done that I've been like, oh my stars, you know. And, and right. in terms of plays that I've seen, I'm always really interested in plays that I see that I think, I have no idea how they did that. You know, like, um, yeah. like yeah. how in the world did they pull that off? I mean, so I always, you know, my, my, one of my very favorite plays ever is, is the, uh, the, the Tony Kushner, um, the two plays of in the angels in America, uh, okay. angels in America, uh, millennium approaches and perestroika. 
um, I got a chance yeah. to work on uh, a Millennium Approaches, uh, and it and I've worked with it in the classroom a lot. It's just an amazingly beautiful play that is so quintessentially American. It, yeah. it talks about race and sexuality. It, it's about life and death. It's about politics. It is wow. deeply centered in a time period in that that period of Reagan, 1980s Reagan America, which is when I really came of age as an adult, I feel like. Yeah. And um, but it's but it's still universal, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's just a it's a beautiful play. And um, and, you know, in terms of a really recent play, uh, there is a play that I saw in 2019 in London. And it did come to New York as well. That is the heir to that to Angels in America. And, and it, again, it's a two part play. It's huge. It's an epic play. It's called The Inheritance, and it's okay. by uh, Matthew Lopez. Um, okay. Also, it, it, it's set in the 21st century. Um, it just, it, it, I can't even, uh, the scope of the play is so enormous that I, like Angels in America, it, uh, it was really? just, it was just beautiful. And um, I remember, uh, my husband and I were in London and um, I said, we're going to go see this. It's, it's going to be like eight hours. It's two parts, four hours each. And no my husband joke. was like, you're, you're kidding me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? he, wow. likes, he likes theater, but you know, eight hours of theater. <laughs> I mean, both, both parts of the play, part one and part two of the inheritance they're three acts. You don't even see three act wow. plays anymore very no, much, you know, and, and, and I'm one of those people that I love the 90 minute play. You know, I love the play that has no intermission that you get in and you yeah, get yeah. out. I mean, yep, that's Frederick. I love that's those Frederick. plays, but, but uh, even he was so deeply touched by the inheritance. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, what happens to that play if it ends up taking off? Um, it is a, it, it's a tour de force for actors. It's almost all men. I, I think there was, okay. there's, there's literally only one role for women, but it's got like 20 men in it. Um, it's just a beautiful wow. play. And, and um, they're memorizing eight hours of. Script. It's just, it just like, wow. it was, yeah, <laughs> it was, it, I mean, you know, on stage time was like probably three twenty. That that included, you know, the two sure. two intermissions. But sure. I love a Midsummer wow. Night's Dream. That is, I have to say, one of my favorite plays ever. And I'm not just like favorite Shakespeare's, but like favorite plays. I have yeah. never seen that play fail. No, huh? No, there's just no way that play can fa fail. It it transcends language. You don't need. Yeah, it does. English for it you you um, no. and of course Shakespeare's very beautiful um a lot of people are you know I mean the language is very beautiful but honestly I've never seen that play fail 
And yeah, you're right. I haven't either. You you can do it with young people. Um, they get it. You you know there are other issues in it that you can talk about the the idea of 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 relationships and love and and camaraderie right. and um, right. it just I've never seen it fail. I I I and I've seen it and done it several times. Um, I one of my favorite productions that I ever saw was in Atlanta and uh, the um, there's a place in Atlanta that does Shakespeare. That's just wonderful. It's now called the Atlanta Shakespeare theater, but for a while it was called the uh, Shakespeare Tavern because they also have like, it's kind of like a Shakespeare dinner theater. If you can believe that. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. (laughs) But they sell alcohol during the play nice. so like people come around with alcohol now picture a midsummer night's dream as people right. get drunker and right. drunker <laughs> right. okay yeah that's yeah, the that's last genius. the last act when they're doing the uh, pyramus and thisbe yeah i've never seen that part take so long because the audience was laughing so <laughs> hard by the end of the evening, like they couldn't even get out a line. And the uh, it so just great. was, it was so fun. I, it just can't, That's it just so can't, great. it just can't fail, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Midsummer is, you know, I always, I, I always put midsummer up there and then, you know what? I, I, I love, um, I guess I'm going to say, uh, um, the, the, the Lynn Nottage piece, um, and now I'm, of course, I'm for, not intimate apparel, but the other, the, um, well, of course she's got one on Broadway right now, but, um, the one that's set in, uh, set in um africa that was based on mother courage um yeah oh heck oh now i'm gonna have to look Uh, yeah i i um you know i i saw it in new york i've seen it a couple of times now i saw college production at western actually which was very good i mean it's such a hard play um it's about um well it's about war but it's it's kind of about it's about female genital ruined. That's it. Ruined. ruined. Yeah. Ruined. Um, right. I saw okay. it was when it was in New York off Broadway when it first came out. And um, mm. I didn't really know anything about it except it was a really good play. And I'm not gonna wreck it for listeners if they haven't seen it. Um I was just gobsmacked by that play. Really? I I was destroyed by at the end of that play. I and and to me that's you know that's what makes a good theater experience is sure. not being destroyed but <laughs> being moved. Being moved. Right. Yeah, you know, I mean I think art the purpose of art, I mean we can argue about the purpose of art. Um but I I there's a a, a an older art art to, art philosopher her name is Susan Langer or Suzanne Langer I'm not sure which how to pronounce but 
she she has lots of books on arts philosophy, but she talks about how art gives form to feeling. Like I can't tell you the whole yeah. plot of Ruined, but I can tell you how I felt at the end of that play. Wow. And that's to me, that's what art is about. Is it yeah. and it can be happy feelings too, like midsummer, yeah. like at the end of midsummer, yeah, if your yeah. cheeks aren't hurting, something <laughs> is is wrong. Right. Probably right. wrong with you. I don't know right. yeah, how you right. can't, exactly. you know. Um in and, yeah. and, and uh I uh in and, and and I think that we forget that sometimes, you know, in terms of when yeah. we talk about theater, like some the way we teach theater too sometimes, like think about like we have people read plays and then we test them on the plot and the character. And you know what? Yeah. Nobody leaves a play, a piece of art singing the plot, you know. Uh, Guernica, right. Picasso's Guernica is not about a misshapen horse. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mona Lisa is not about a woman sitting staring at you. You know, um no. way more. Than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, the bluest eyes is not just the plot. It's it's what how how the artist and, and of course theater to me is one of the greatest art forms because it's not just one person. It's not just the novelist or the painter. It's all of these people coming together to make something more than each one of them can make individually. Right. right. Um, yeah. And, and how that moves us. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like that's the reoccurring theme of the answer to the question I just asked you, you know, your three, greatest experiences they all moved you in some fashion or way and right? and the fact that we get to do it with other people theater is just like it's hard right now i mean theater has taken uh, probably oh, so one of hard. the hugest hits uh, in during the pandemic is um, yeah. because yeah. it's it's a collaborative art form like you can't do it alone uh and yeah. and it's um it's both the joy and the um the challenge sometimes of doing theater yeah. is that yeah. um everything um oh, i can't remember the name of the director that said this but um some famous director <laughs> said, yeah, yeah. you know um one of the challenges about directing is that it's not really about like being in control it's actually very much an out of control experience because everything is in the minds and bodies of other people. And <laughs> wow. Including well the well audience, said. you know? Um, including the audience, right. So it's, um, and I mean, you know this, like you can direct your little heart out and then the actors go up there and they do something totally different. And you're like, all right. Yeah. And, right. Hopefully what they do is, is again, they make it more than you could ever imagine. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, so cool. Karen. Well, you know what? We're talking so long and so greatly. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I tell people, to... I'm either, you know, when people interview me, like particularly print, print people who usually only want like a couple of lines, I'm like, okay, look, I am either your best 
interview or your worst nightmare. <laughs> because if you get me talking about a project or something I'm I'm enthusiastic about, which is pretty much everything I try to do, I try to be passionate about. Um, right. Yeah, I'll just go on and on. So I always, I should have started with this, Sam. I, yeah. I should have said, you know, just stop me. Like, just say, okay, Karen, <laughs> we're good. We got enough. <laughs> no, I'm not going to stop you. This is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to do two sessions. We're going to do two sessions. So we're going we're gonna to end this one right now. All right. And then next week, which to you and me will be like in a couple minutes, but yeah. to the audience right now, next week, we'll talk about <laughs> some Shakespeare tips. Yeah, yeah. Some other cool stuff. All right. All right. Okay. All right, cool. So talk to you soon. We'll wind this up. Talk to you soon, Karen. Thank you. Hey, 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 thank you for listening to the Creativatorium Podcast. Again, my name is Sam Prince, and it is my honor to be your host, and thank you so much for listening. I would also be honored if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts and say some nice things about what you just heard. And definitely please listen every week. We come out every Tuesday. Also, for more information about coaching classes, workshops, and upcoming productions, please check out our website, samber.productions. That's S-A-M-B-E-R dot productions. And you can also subscribe to our newsletter. And remember, all the world's a stage.